everybody. Daniel Ramsey here with my outdesk. Today's guest is Keely Teamsma. She is the founder and CEO of Refresh Psychotherapy in New York City. And her practice focuses on helping people through stress and anxiety, major life changes. And what I love about this interview is she has a team of over 60 therapists um, and one virtual professional. And she shares with us some of her secrets to success. What do you have your virtual professional doing for your company? So she, Katrina does a lot for us. Um, mm. She answers all of the emails that come in from psychology today, which is a lot. Everything that she manages our ZocDoc, um, which can be a lot at times. Luckily, lately it's been slower. She emails any, she um, either will respond to or forward on any inquiries from our website. She answers the phone. She returns voicemails. She does all of our intake coordination. So essentially, someone might go online to our portal or someone might call up and ask for an appointment. So normally when you go to your doctor, you sign a bunch of registration paperwork when you get there. Um, right. We like to have that in advance because we have a survey so the therapist can actually look at all their person's answers and things like that and be prepared for it. So she sends that all out. She makes sure that that all comes back within 48 hours of the appointment. She gets all of their insurance information. She sends it to our insurance person and, you know, makes sure that she, that Christina actually comes back to Katrina with all of the copays and things like that. So it can be related to the clients. Sometimes we might have her do like one-off things like, you know, can you proofread this or, you know, things like that. She's like so the glue. Yeah. Yeah. We keep her pretty busy. <laughs> I love it. I but love it. Well, well, so I mean, like we started out kind of treating her on HIPAA. My COO, Patricia met with her. They would have like a little meeting every day to kind of go through stuff and have her feel acclimated. Sometimes she comes to our team meetings. So she's, you know, met maybe not all of the new people, but she's met most people. Um, and I think uh, we're kind of like a quirky group. So we're all silly and she's really integrated well with that. Cause I don't think a lot of people would know what to do with it at work, but you know, like every morning we send each other like a stupid, you know, jiffy image. I don't know if you've seen those, but like, so like she sent me happy Wednesday and I sent her like a stupid dog. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do that every day. She's integrated really well with our, with our team and you know, like pictures of animals doing silly things like the rest of us do. So what have you learned having a virtual assistant work with inside of your business as you've rapidly scaled? Because it sounds like in the last couple of years, you've gone from a small team of five or six to a large team of 55 or 60, which is fantastic growth. The big thing was that in the beginning, we didn't really have a good system and we needed a system. So I think once we had that in place, we were good for a while. As we grew, we had to kind of sort of reinvent the system you know, it's not going to, you can't keep things stagnant. You have to learn to change it. So like the way that our intakes were handled, we really needed to make sure the coordination was there. So we didn't want to put anything on the therapists. We really wanted that to be taken care of outside of them. So, you know, we were like, okay, maybe we need to have the virtual professional really do like intake coordination. So that's a large part of what she does. Anything else that you'd share? I mean, anything else that would be important? I mean, I'm learning a ton about your business and, and that's really the ideal, you know, that's what we, we, we do these is just to learn how you use a virtual assistant as you're scaling, what lessons you might've learned. 
um, yeah. things that you, you, you were like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. I think it's really important to have a very clear system. Yeah. You know, with like where you can actually write it out and put it on paper so that someone can follow it step by step if they've never done it before. You know, it's hard. And maybe you can help me with this since you're like a master at brain and influence stuff. Teaching our clients the importance of that, they almost have to hit the wall and make mistakes and, and fail for them to then realize they need to document it. No matter how much we help them through that, it's just... You know. Yeah. And I think one of the the most important things that people, you know, people who are starting a small business or people who are growing their small business, it's important really, like you have to do some upfront work, but it's actually more important to to do it as kind of as time goes along. Like you don't want to build something up front and find out the process doesn't work. You have right. to do it as you go along. And you have to kind of be comfortable with that uncertainty that like, you know, things might be disorganized for a little bit. Or yeah. things might not go according to plan, or maybe you're scrambling to get, get something done, but you're not going to know what works and what doesn't unless you actually do it. I love it. I love it. What's the biggest challenge with running therapists? I mean, 55, 60 therapists is a big deal. I mean, they all have clinical supervisors, which definitely helps. So I don't have to directly manage. Uh, what is the biggest challenge in general? Um, Anxiety, which I, I think more. we could probably say of everyone in New York City, but I would say anxiety. It was interesting how, you know, that that first month and a half of the pandemic, when we thought like, oh, it's only going to be two months, and it wasn't. <laughs> uh, you know, things slowed down a little bit. People weren't getting as many new clients. Some clients had to stop for various reasons. And that was a little scary. And then out of nowhere, it just like picked up like fivefold, and everyone was completely full again. And we were putting people on waiting lists. We were turning people away. And I was like, I've got to hire more people. So it, that was a really interesting thing. But I, I do see that a lot with anxiety, like probably about everything. I mean, anywhere from time management to completing their documentation to like, I don't know, a client sneezed in the wrong direction and they're afraid that they're <laughs> suicidal, like, you know, all kinds of things. Um, huh. But I think too, the age group, I mean, we're all, with the exception of I think one person, I mean, we're all under 45. It's interesting because um, <clears throat> I wonder if we could have a conversation around managing anxiety and, you know, young people, like, you know, I've got a couple of nieces that are super stressed out. 13 and 15 year old girls no. and you know you mentioned the hardest part of running a business is anxiety you're in that space uh maybe our conversation maybe wraps around business and anxiety from an expert and managing it I don't know I'm just kind of spitballing I mean I think the first part is just acknowledging that you have anxiety because some people don't realize it sometimes people are depressed and they don't realize it I would say, this, especially for a 13 year old, the easiest thing to do is saying like, what do you feel in your body? You know, they'll, they'll feel their heart racing. They'll feel butterflies. They'll feel, you know, tingles, um, you know, they'll feel short of breath. And that's, I think really the place to start because people can't always articulate how they're feeling emotionally, but they can articulate what they're feeling in their body. Huh. 
Have you ever um, counseled with CEOs or like how to team manage like people? Is any part of your practice focused around helping leaders, you know, get more from their people? Um, so we have done that in the past with the pandemic. It was not something that companies were prioritizing. Yeah. Stupidly. Um, right. Yeah, we did. We did do something though. There was a company that we worked with for a little while. They actually had a team member commit suicide out of nowhere. And it was like a really tight knit group. So we worked with the management to kind of sort of teach them how do you handle this grief in the workplace and then we also did some like therapy type groups with the team over zoom mm -hmm. and they they all really loved that so i mean it was definitely different from what we've done but i think it was um, a really good opportunity to do something different anything else i mean thank you for being a client we really appreciate you and you're like uh you're you this is good stuff for my best friend and I, I, I get us, you know, give him a little, ha, I told you it's possible, you know? Yeah, uh, for sure. And people love it. Yeah. They love doing it from home. So yeah. There you go. All right. Well, when you're ready for an assistant for your uh, Patricia and you, um, I would love to set that call up and show you how I use mine. Um, so if you, you want to rock that out. And then as you grow and scale, just let us know how we can serve. Um, one thing that we do a lot of is recruiting. So uh, in, especially in the healthcare world, like the reaching out on LinkedIn and sending them emails and scheduling appointments. We do that a lot for um, healthcare and in-home healthcare and some other weird industries. Uh, plumbing of all companies. Apparently plumbing is very hard to get talent in oh. right now. Uh, so that might be an opportunity for you guys. And then... Um, just excited to hear your story and connect with you today. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Thank I mean, you I so much. Me, but thank you. Yep. Okay, guys, we just heard Keely talking about their, her virtual professional scaling, growing a business. It's fantastic. Everything she's done, but there's some key things in this conversation that I just want to punctuate. Number one, managing anxiety within your team. I loved her question. The, the simple question of asking them, can, I, I, maybe you can't describe it, but what are you feeling in your body? That might be a ninja move that as a CEO, founder, leader in your organization that you may be able to use when you're working one-on-one -on -one with your team and managing through a stressful situation. I found that really amazing and a great tool that I'm actually going to start to use when I find myself in a one-on-one in -on -one and, and managing stress or anxiety of your team member, big deal. And I loved hearing that. The other thing that I really liked is the idea of building systems and processes, not too much, not too far ahead of time for a role. So we, we talked with Keely about how you have to kind of deal with some of the pain and maybe even mistakes to create that process or that document that system for your business. And you also heard in the story that, you know, it wasn't perfect in the beginning. She made the leap to hire somebody and then the COO of the organization worked to train and spend every single day. Um, and I know this sounds crazy, but that is the secret sauce of using a virtual professional blended business model. It's a big deal if you can work with your team members to refine and adjust and build out your systems and processes as you're growing and scaling. Because anything that you build today the second you double, guess what? It's no good. And so knowing that this is a lifelong process, just like being a human being, 
and, and getting better every year after year after year, that's what your business is also. You have to invest in it, know that the systems that you build today might not work tomorrow, but the, spend the time documenting and working with your virtual professional because over time, uh, it, it will enable you to grow and scale. Uh, last, I, I want to just leave with this conversation. If you're listening right now and you have a healthcare practice like, like Keely did, a, a psychotherapy practice, or you know, perhaps you're a therapist, or perhaps you're a coach, a consultant, and you're managing a bunch of independent contractors and you're running a business and you need somebody to sit that seat. I might call it like a director of traffic or uh, in the in the video, uh, she called it the glue within the organization, just kind of moving people around and making sure all of the paperwork and all of the intake stuff is done. I encourage you to reach out to my out desk, even though this is one practice, we have hundreds of virtual professionals every single day, uh, you know, logging in on their computer, working from home, doing exactly this job for a ton of businesses out there. So I would encourage you to jump on our website, request a consultation, and we can walk through all the things that you need in order to grow and scale your business with a virtual professional.